to another episode of the OG show. My name is Vicky Chisi and if you're just joining us for the first time, what we do on this side is we talk about societal issues via opinionated discourse. We invite guests from Oliver, different walks of life, from different ethnic groups and the rest of them just to impute because mostly what we talk about here concerns us as humans living in Nigeria, living in the world and all of that. So if we scroll down after listening to this episode, you will see the episodes that have aired before and you can listen in and if you like us a bit too much and you find us really, really interesting, I, I think, I know we are interesting rather, so just hit that follow button and you can also follow our social media pages a bit okay show on instagram facebook and twitter to get updates and you know joining on our conversation hi good evening um thank you for coming so today you know we're talking you already know legal implications of rape and false rape accusation according to the constitution of the federal republic of nigeria so but before going to that proper introduce yourself okay so i am carrie biba william west and i am a legal practitioner in other words i'm a lawyer (laughs) yeah pretty much okay so rape as a lawyer what what is rape to you um but first of all like before we go into the conversation can i just spare a thought to like your fault rape is never the fault of the victim yeah rape happens because they're rapists not because it's not because of your mode of dressing it's not because of your attitude it's not because of anything just the fact that they are rapists and i want to use this opportunity to kind of like sympathize with people out there um one cannot begin to imagine the emotional turmoil like the the pain and the stress the psychological stress that it causes to victims out there (coughs) sorry Sorry, please yeah so i sympathize with you and i hope that you would also reach out to anyone who's willing to support you in any way so you can financially emotionally i don't know psychology mentally please please talk please 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 um allow people to reach out to you allow healing to come to you um know that you're never alone and we always love and support you yeah we do we do (laughs) yeah um summarizing it she's saying that um if you're a victim of rape or sexual assault it's it's not your fault Mm -hmm. it's not because of the shot scared or that you had your boobs out or any of that no people rape people because they are rapists Mm -hmm. because they want to rape people and we're saying that you should speak out you should talk to somebody if you find yourself in a situation where you've been sexually harassed or assaulted or you've been raped so let's move on to rape yeah and then just before i define (laughs) rape here I was going through, like I was doing my research and I came across a certain data. It was delivered by um, an NGO called the Women at Risk International Foundation. Okay. So basically, 
they disclosed that Nigeria has a very high incidence of sexual assault, rape, and human trafficking among young girls and women, and with a record of 10,000 of those acts committed daily. Jesus. I'm telling you. So the statistics show that one in every four girls um, would be sexually molested or would undergo some form of sexual assault before they reach the age of 18. That is that is so heartbreaking. I know. And then the fact is, I think most people don't even know that what they do is rape. Mm. And then the victims themselves don't know that they've been sexually assaulted yeah. or even that they've been raped. Yeah, true. Because I don't know if I, I would say it's a social cultural um, ideology or is it um, something that has been passed from generation to generation that okay. You see something that sex belongs is something a man is supposed to take from you. Mm-hmm. So as a woman, you're not supposed to um, want to fight it. Oh, or... It could be some form of punishment from the man as well. Yes. You know, oh, you're misbehaving. This is what I must do for you to behave yourself. Oh, like you said, I wear short skirts. So let me, let me, let me assault you sexually yeah, so you, that you, you would know, know how, how to a behave. A girl is, um, <laughs> she maybe gets raped or gets sexually assaulted, and you hear people make snide comments like. Um, Hey, now it's if it every time you see her, her boobs, every time she's showing cleavage and all of that stuff. Mm. This is where we are at as yeah. a society. Mm-hmm. And it's not something to be quizzed to the next generation. Mm. Very true, I agree. I agree. And um from the data available as well, like it was such a shame because I kept like trying to find more information about um boys and men who also go through this very sad ordeal and there's not a lot of data out there to show you the percentage of boys or men that are raped but it happens yeah it happens happens in nigeria especially in the homes it does yes and it's also done by familiar people you know more often than not a victim is likely to be raped by somebody who they knew now other forms of rape occur but most of the time, a rapist, a, a victim is likely to be raped by somebody that they are familiar with, someone that they trust, you know? So, like you just mentioned, housemates, uncles, aunties, as the case may be, um, friends, you know? It, 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 it's pathetic, but this is a reality. So, sometimes I always hear people say, oh, women, 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 women. And I want our listeners today to realize that men as well, boys can be raped they don't even and it's happening they don't the fact that the fact that i'm sure when this um statistics was being or the data for the statistics were being gathered um maybe or maybe not they also wanted to get for boys yeah and but, men and all that. Yes. but they would not want to mm. come out yeah and talk that. and then secondly by law in nigeria a man cannot yes. be yes yes and like you just like the first point you mentioned yeah it's really difficult for a man to come out and say hey i was raped because from both ends it's a shameful experience why because a fellow man will tell you how a woman will rape you you know yeah. like they will just talk you down and then 
again it's abominable to even hear that a man raped a man do you get so i feel like the shame is just too much for them that they would rather conceal that information than come out and say hey i'm a victim of this offense you know how can i seek help what can i do to like get some kind of remedy to help me heal from this it's unfortunate because like i said i went through that i was looking and looking and searching and searching and searching i couldn't really find much information but i know that it's something that definitely is in existence and it's really sad okay so let's go into Educate us on the laws surrounding <sighs> rape in Nigeria. Okay. Um, so, um, certain laws deal with the offense of rape in Nigeria. Uh, you have the criminal code, which is applicable to southern states, and you have the penal code, which is applicable to northern states. Now, from the uh, from the criminal code, section three five seven um, defines rape. Okay. <clears throat> now, I really want to make sure that okay, yeah, I have it here. So, section three five seven of the criminal code states that any person who has unlawful carnal knowledge of a woman or girl without her consent or with her consent. If the consent is obtained by force or by means of threats or intimidation of any kind or by fear or harm or by means of false and fraudulent representation as to the nature as to the nature of the act sorry or in a case of a married woman by personating her husband is guilty of the offense called rape now, carnal knowledge in section 6 of the criminal code is defined as unlawful carnal knowledge means carnal connection which takes place otherwise than between husband and wife. Now, it is complete upon penetration. So now, from <clears throat> um, the definition of rape, what can you infer from it? Number one, is gender specific. Yeah. So it happens between a man and a woman. Number two, there's no consent. Where consent is lacking, where there's absence of consent, then the act is rape. <coughs> and number three, there must be penetration of, like a penal penetration of the penis into the vagina. So that's what we can infer from the definition. <laughs> Four, which yeah. is actually really important. Mm-hmm. Um, a man cannot rape his wife. Okay, yeah, marital rape. I'm marital sorry. Rape yeah, we should definitely, we should definitely um, include that. But I'm saying this based on What's what is written, right yes, in the criminal code. Now, <clears throat> obviously, this section is just ridiculous and it's rigid. It's crazy. It tells me that a woman cannot rape a man. It tells me that a woman cannot rape a woman. A man cannot rape a man. (laughs) It tells me that a man cannot rape a woman through the anus. Yes. That it only has to be done. Through the vagina. So if it takes you through the anus, it's not rape Mm -hmm. according to the constitution. Mm -hmm. So too many flaws Mm -hmm. in the constitution. So 
Is there some sort of um, advocacy? Oh, okay, before we go into that, let's go into the next one, the penal code. Okay. So, um, the penal code is not really different from what is contained in the criminal code. It's not different at all. They're pretty much the same thing. I don't really have the particular section here, but I know that I've gone through that and I know that it's not very different from what is contained in the criminal code. Sorry, I can't give you so much information on that right now. I really wanted to focus on the southern states because selfishly maybe because you know i'm here in the south you get so i wanted to like state laws that were applicable here however i have one other instrument uh, one other act called the violence against persons prohibition act it's vapa or vapor as the case may be i think it was um it commenced in 2015 and why i want to refer to this particular act is because i believe that it is a step in the right direction so like it accommodates other possibilities that can actually amount to rape yes so it defines rape as when a person intentionally penetrates the vagina the anus or mouth of another person with any other part of his or her body or anything else without consent or with incorrectly obtained consent now consent can be incorrectly obtained where it is obtained by force threats intimidation by means of false and fraudulent representation as to the nature of the act by the use of substances capable of taking away the will of that person by a person impersonating a married woman's husband in order to have sex. Now, I feel like this is a huge breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Only problem, or one of the problems, is that it does not address marital rape, but at least it accommodates possibility the possibilities of, of being ra- yes, rape yes, 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 and also rape by other means, and also the use of objects to rape people. You get so it's not as rigid as the criminal code. The only sad thing is that it's not applicable to any other state other than the FCC Abuja, which is very pathetic. We finally have something that can move us forward, but we're so restricted. So it's just restricted <laughs> to one very small location, very, 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 very tiny, tiny <laughs> location. It's it's very unfair, but that's it's what it is. Okay, what about um, the I don't really know much about that, but I know that that's also in existence. That's one of the laws that um, deal with rape. There's also the Child Act. Okay. Um, however, it's only applicable to states that have domesticated it mm-hmm. in, as their law. So... Um, the state has domesticated it i hope so i don't know but yeah um and then one thing i think we fail to also remember is section two i think from section 216 or so kind of deals with other sexual offenses as it relates to rape so there's something called defilement 
yes i think that's in section 218 of the criminal code if i'm not mistaken so basically it deals with defilement of uh, of of girls under the age of 13 there's defilement of girls under the age of 16 but above the age of 13 there's also sexual assault on young boys you know on men they're just different situations so um i like that children are also considered you know in temple it's not rape it's like a lesser offense oh, defilement yes you know, the mess that was the fact that a child is, is, is involved is supposed to carry like a bigger punishment one of my guests from last week actually she made mention of the fact that she said that that she feels like punishment for rape um, should be higher for people that abuse or rape children than for you know adult rape happening because most adults actually adults that have been sexually it's, it doesn't really um, i think sorry for cutting short i think in um defilement under section 218 if i'm not mistaken i think one of the punishments is life imprisonment okay the possibility of caning yeah so like do you use cane and flagging mm. <laughs> <laughs> with or without caning i think that's also there so it's like i said it's pretty much the same as it is for rape um yes another interesting thing is that in that area of defilement too is um some lawyers in the past have argued in different cases that the fact that the hymen of the child was not broken like there was a case where the girl was raped she was five years old i think she was raped by like an older guy who was 70 or so and what the defense counsel tried to argue was that because the hymen was not broken then penetration did not occur and then it's not a, it can't be defilement and the the judges were so pissed off the supreme court judges in fact they were like i wish that they gave you a higher sentence because the ju- judge from the high court um sentenced him to i think six years imprisonment also so he was like i wish and then there's a law that says the um judges are not for the christmases so they cannot give you like they cannot impose a higher sentence that has already been given at the lower court here so they were really furious and were like how dare you how dare you say that the fact that penetration has happened whether or not the hymen of the child was broken or not amounts to defilement you know so that's also very important to take note of and defilement yeah so yeah the punishment is pretty much the same as in rape and one of the requirements in proving it is there has to be corroboration so okay. it has your 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 evidence has to be corroborated so it could happen um via a medical expert coming to testify on your behalf or maybe perhaps a witness witness the whole thing happening or like med- some medical exam was performed and then there's a medical report to show that yeah so it, it's pretty much similar to um what's required in rape being the larger offense the ultimate i've been curious about why is it that the criminal code is only applicable in the south southern states and then the penal code is applicable, applicable in the well north. it all boils down to because like, the penal code is um 
and as much as it tries to comply with what's provided for in the constitution or tries to be at least similar to what's provided in the criminal code in terms of like offenses and all of that i think they derive most of their laws from the sharia from sharia law i was thinking to from sharia law no definitely that's the case it's derived from the sharia law and you know that our practices are different muslims are very different from christians and they like to be they feel like the laws that are available for say nigerians are not very are not in line with what is provided for in sharia okay i don't really know much about them so I know that from the from the little I have read, that's what I can infer from the whole situation. So I guess that's why we have the penal code and that's why we have the criminal code. <laughs> you know, it's it's quite ironic when mm. we say okay, one nine two, and then we have now the criminal, the vapor, especially the vapor now code, except for the fact that oh, it's not gender specific. You get so they would say oh there's really no much difference so we don't see why we have to like come and start rearranging or adding putting more additions in the criminal code and and stuff like that it's just left advocacy has been in existence for a very long time for as long as i can remember people have i mean that's how the vapor came about because a lot of people sat down and put pressure on the government and you know drafted bills that went through vigorous assessments and all of that before it finally became law so uh people definitely are putting pressure on the government you and i right now are putting pressure on the government indirectly because we don't know who is listening to this you know we, we don't know who we are empowering out there i feel like every time there is a rape accusation like two weeks ago a man was an honorable in River States was accused of raping okay, yes, that girl in the hotel in Yeah. And then a 40 year old man still in the same River State was accused of raping the 10 year old girl, abducting and raping her. And all of that. And then suddenly it trends. It doesn't even, it's basically social media. It does not even make it to real time international news and coverage. Yeah. Not even network news, or at least these two examples that I know of. I know. But then, earlier this week, the Zambian, um, this week, it came out that the former beauty, former Miss um, Zambia, came out and said that the former Zambia president allegedly raped her. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, those, that story is on international news. It's on our news sites. Yeah. Like, they are reporting it to newspapers, TV, and other. But our domestic problems are usually swept under the carpet. So when people say that rape, people, um, victims of rape, when they come out and report, most people are like, oh, you're just wasting your time. That is not really a, um, a good outlook or ideology for you know, citizens of Nigeria to have. Is there any way, anything that can be done, you know, to make it better besides, you know, this whole advocacy for sensitizing people about rape done by so many NGOs, God bless their hearts, God bless their hard work. Mm. Is there any anything that can be done, especially on law enforcement? Like, a girl comes out and tells you she has been raped and the policeman is asking her, what were you wearing? Mm. 
well like you just mentioned you said sensitization okay. do you understand you would be surprised how many people are oblivious to the offense of rape i kid you not i was i recently had this conversation with a group of guys okay. and for goodness sake they were lawyers you know and we're just casually talking about rape and i put my two cents and all and so they're like did rape 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 some girls said you don't even know what rape is and i was like what is your definition of rape what do you think rape is and they couldn't really give me good answers you know from the conversation that we had i got a feeling that these people were totally ignorant of the offense first of all marital rape was just it wasn't even that was not even uh that was not even a, a possibility you know so there's a lot of ignorance surrounding this offense a lot of people if you go and interview people on the streets they will tell you eh now what is she they wear now you know get all my advice to girls is that stop wearing short skirts stop, stop wearing you know yes don't go stop, at night don't do this don't, don't talk to strangers and stuff like that you know so when you have this this ignorance like when it's so high how are people expected to push their lawmakers you know the most, the most archaic and most stupid thing i've ever heard is a policeman actually asking yeah a repeat what were you wearing? you know enjoy her. oh my goodness really i've never heard of that one before what i've heard of is um a girl went to report rape and a police woman for that matter the first question she asked her was what were you wearing and that broke my heart in a thousand pieces because i just could not understand the relation like the, the the connection between what the girl was wearing and the act that was committed instead of you to ask her questions that you know would actually perhaps lead you to the offender for example like where did this happen you know can you describe the person you know questions that would actually make sense you are asking her what she was wearing so you see why there has to be a thorough thorough sensitization you know the, the everyone has to every every hand should be on deck everybody from the police to doctors even doctors as well some of them don't even know how to like perform the rape kit like help you sorry but like help a victim like collect evidence and all of that there's a lot of ignorance in schools as well like you mentioned earlier people don't even know when they're raped and i was thinking you know how when we were young um when we were young would play like drama <laughs> and like your older cousin can be like okay so you will lie down and i will just you know <laughs> and rape can definitely occur you get and then you the victim will just not even think that that was rape because you're feeling oh we're acting <laughs> we're acting you know just a lot of bullshit going on and then when you grow up with that ideology mm. you've been in that situation once twice twice mm. and then you grow up thinking oh it's a normal thing mm. for a man to forcefully have sex, sex with me or if i say no it's because i have to do shock mm. the moment he caresses you or she's caressing you to have sex after you've said no a thousand times and, and then and then one ahead. other thing one other thing to also realize is that there there are instances where consent may be given but the act was to be considered as rape yes. so like false rep- mis- uh, representation 
by um, threats or force and then if a minor consents to sex that's statutory rape yeah so whether or not they said yes you know that is rape there's no excuse for that so yeah i just wanted to put that in <laughs> so um wow <laughs> so, okay i was going to say let's you know shed light on um a false rape accusation where is the law on that because i don't know if you remember that twitter drama like three weeks back yeah where everybody was like oh false rape accused accusers mm. should face should do time mm-hmm. um false rape um this thing people that accuse others of falsely raping them mm-hmm. should do time and all of that stuff so i'm just where are we at with all of that as it may be to hear this most of that is just based on sentiments okay the law is very clear on false accusation um, and one thing people tend to mix up is that they think that there's this special law on false accusation of rape if you get there's nothing like that wow false accusation is applicable in any scenario so it could be murder it could be stealing it could be rape defilement it could be anything you know section 3 no section 125 a of the criminal code defines it as making making the false statements to public officers with intent like with an intention to like obviously harm or destroy the reputation of another of another person and i think the um punishment for it i think it's either two or seven years imprisonment Okay, so what, what the punishment for raping somebody what what's what's the minimum or maximum punishment the for? maximum punishment for rape is life imprisonment okay life imprisonment with or without king and then if you if if someone is um convicted of the offense of attempted rape then they get 14 years imprisonment with or without king When you say killing, I'm just like, this is so not a Nigerian. I, <laughs> I just feel like because you, like, you deserve to be whipped. I, mean, I, I should think, well, killing, yeah, we could also push in hard labor there. You get all like, yeah, they must, they must do something because rape is such a personal crime. You know, it's it's psychologically really estimate the effect of, of rape. rape. People really underestimate the effects of rape. I cannot imagine. God forbid, I don't even, I can't even, like I said, I can't imagine going through that, that audio. It does a lot of things to you. And uh, I can't imagine it. As a false accusation, you know, when you told me about false accusation, I was like, hmm, that reminds me of something. I remember when we were young, I don't hold it against my sister now because I know that we were really young then. And then she acted based on presumption. So none of our helps ever confided in me or were close to me because they always felt like I was mommy's girl like I, when I was younger everything I would tell my mom everything I would tell my mother so 
it was just natural that I wouldn't be the first person that they would speak to about anything. So um, apparently, uh, that particular maid got a, received a card from somebody. I think she was dating the guy, and in the card he wrote something. And for some reason, that's not far fetched. All of my siblings were like five of us, but like my brother was really really little. So like most of my siblings and then my cousins as well knew about this information they knew about the card and they were just like teasing hands up i did not know i had no idea somehow my mom stumbled across it and it was a big deal so she showed my dad and then he called all of us into the living room and he was like who knew about this like all of you knew about this card and i was like no i didn't know i confidently said i didn't know about the card so he turned to my sister and was like because he knew that she was aware of the card who knew about this guy she was like yeah she daba knew about it because they called me daba daba knew about it i was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> my father said you liar i was like i'm not lying i stayed crying he was like you're, that's why you're like you're lying because you're, you're, cr- you're crying because you're lying you know <laughs> yeah, I don't, maybe that situation. I, in my heart of heart i knew that i had no idea now my sister said it in error she didn't say it to like punish me or to make sure that i was part of the punishment she just thought that the maid would have shown me okay. you get but like they didn't know that the you maid would avoid me knowing that information because i would open my big mouth and go and tell my mother yeah so i kind of had an idea of how it feels like to be how it feels like sorry to be falsely accused it's very painful now you can imagine being falsely accused of rape your image everything is gone it's finished and there's this thing they say bad news runs faster Everybody. than good news so even if you indicate vindicated no one wants to know if i told you enter in a typical place. confrontation with anyone that's the first thing they will say you rapists you know no one wants to know so i think one of the remedies available to the falsely accused um could be you know eventually maybe if things should turn around in their favor and it's found out that they were accused falsely maybe they could sue for defamation okay later on and try and you know at least get some financial relief i don't know public apology or something yes public apology <laughs> yeah. and probably um see a shrink mm. you know always come with ptsd yes definitely traumatic stress yeah yeah so before we because what yeah earlier you gave rape victims mm-hmm. you, you said some really inspiring words really motivating words to them so again what what, what do you have to say to you know both sides of the coin falsely accused and rape victims both victims what do you have to say to them finally i mean there's a common thing that both of them would suffer from which is that mental emotional and emotional burden yes the trauma it's never easy um to be raped is just unimaginable like as a personal invasion of one's privacy like of their body you know so words can never be enough to help them or to like 
I don't know. What I can say to people out there is, please, if you know anyone who has been a victim of this offense, can you try to be that shoulder that they can lean on? Lean on? Can you try to be nicer and kinder with your words? Can you try to be no supportive? Yes. Zone. Yes. Can you try to be very supportive? Because a lot of them are suicidal. You know, you never know. People are so quick to blame the victims you know the victims are never at fault when it comes to rape please nigerians know this the victims are never at fault they are not they did absolutely nothing to deserve the act committed on them so let's try to be kinder let's try to be nice and let's try to be more understanding and let's try to like offer them support i think i wrote down a couple of um ngos that offer um support to rape victims and um oops i can't really find them i'm very sure i wrote them i, I know about um in Portacote, yes I know okay and Stare. then there's um in Portacote, there's something something called pro hope international i don't know if you've okay, heard of I'm them not, before um they're located in number 20 eginma streets town i know yeah but at least it's still within it's still, <laughs> it's still river state yes yeah. and the number is 080-333-67351 i also know of the anti-child abuse society of africa okay. um they're located in diobo which is quite close yes yes which is quite close so and then there's um but this one is in lagos state i think it's a domestic and sexual violence response team okay the website is www.dsvrtlagos.org phone number 0813796048 so yeah these are um, support groups that you could um, contact maybe see what they can do for you yes um yeah pretty much okay really thank you for that and you guys have had barry still barry still carrying um you can call any of the numbers you can research on them go and google you know their names try to find out about them these people will represent you these people will cancel you these people will tell you what to do what's the next step to take they'll give you psychological and emotional um support if you're a victim of rape and all of that stuff so um thank you for doing this with me thank you you're a bit on that weather yeah (laughs) really thank you um guys this um this is the end of today's session until next week thank you for listening and yeah one more thing do not forget to send in your comments and questions via dms or the email address and also do not forget to follow our social media handles at the okay show on instagram facebook and twitter until next week bye